0: to stop the self-sabotage and create the Life You Desire podcast. What is going to help you go from goal setting into goal getting, actually achieving? What It's a brand new month. What's going to do it for you? Is it going to be the new diet? How about the new boyfriend? How about the bigger bank account balance? Oh, I know what it is. It is going to be the promise that's in that bottle of pills that the doctor just prescribed for you. Well, yes, all of those things can assist us. The new diet, well, eating clean, eating healthy gives our brain, our minds, our body, our spirit, the fuel it needs for fulfillment. And the new boyfriend or girlfriend or new relationship, yeah, the, the promise of potential uh, the bigger bank account balance, we have to have a level of certainty and the promise of a better life in that bottle of pills. Sometimes we need things that are actually going to give us stability, but the challenge with all of these is that they only deal with symptoms. This, These areas that I'm talking about right now, Either my clients, my friends, or acquaintances have all brought these up in the last 24 hours that they think that this is what's going to fix them or at least assist them in getting to that next level. No, it will help you cope with life, but it's not going to give you a higher quality in life. The only thing that does that is revealing more of who you really are instead of going back to that painful past that you're trying to avoid with the diet, the boyfriend, the bank account balance, the um, better life in that bottle of pills. All of these things just point out of what we're trying to get away from. And there's only two directions that our very powerful mind goes. It either goes into pain avoidance or into progress producing and progress producing does not say that the pain isn't there or it hasn't happened, but instead we're giving that pain a purpose to bring us out at who we really are. This is the reason why I do not agree with people who talk about positive thinking or everything in terms of positive or negative, because a negative can be used when your mind is given permission to take the pieces out of it that are actually truth and apply them into being able to move forward. But we've accepted everything in that situation that caused us hurt, that wounded us. So we accepted everything about it Instead of saying, no, there are only pieces here that I want to keep. Somebody said to me last night, well, I'm, t- I'm taking ownership of this. There's a difference between ownership and responsibility because you can own something and not do a gosh darn thing with it. Responsibility means you're response able. Responses are based on future impact. Reactions are based on a painful past, which means what you just went through, whatever the challenge was, there are only certain pieces there that really apply to you. The rest of it is just filler. It's noise that distracts you from being able to move forward. Well, I need to pay attention to what they think about me. Or um, it's always going to be like this. I'm never going to be good enough. Oh, there's a really good one. Let me point out for a minute. You are correct. You are never going to be good enough. <laughs> so accept it, that there is always going to be an area where you're striving for the ideas that you have and and the ideal life that you're looking for, not Perfection, because when it's perfection, either it's perfect or it's just not worth it. And that's where you give up. So, going, Oh, I'm just never going to be good enough. You're right. There's always something new to explore. So, accept it, embrace it, and allow that truth to work for you. Okay. So, we're talking about taking you to the top this month, not just treating symptoms, but actually revealing the pieces of you, your personality aspects that are lying dormant, that actually can pull you into that destiny. This is going from goal setting to goal getting. And a lot of people think that to get to the top, you have to put out a tremendous amount of power. Uh, No. In fact, you'll run out of that power before you even get close to where it is that you're going because you're using Willpower. And willpower is a fixed experience. You only wake up with so much of it. And once you use it, it's all gone. You're not going to get any more. And this is not like a muscle to where the more you work it, the better it gets. No, it's just fixed. Instead, you want to rely on the habits and patterns and conditioning and programming, the things that you don't even think about. You don't think about how you have to brush your teeth, how you have to bathe or put on your deodorant or drive your car or engage with the people that are important to you. It just happens naturally. It happens automatically, but it did not. At one point in your life, you had to be conditioned for that. And it is that conditioning and programming that will pull you into the future that you want to experience to where in 30 days from now, life can be so much better because you're better in it. You're not chasing symptoms. You're going to the cause and the cause is you. So forget willpower. Instead, we need to be looking at two things, competency and generosity, because these will take you to the top. Now, you cannot be generous in a way that is healthy and functional if you are not competent. A lot of people are only generous, not because of they want to give based on who they are. They're generous for what they think they're going to get. It's going to be the perception that others have about them. It's, I'll do this for you now, and then later on, you'll do that for me. It's tit for tat, and that ain't going to take you nowhere. Okay, instead, we need to look at competency first. Now, competency has several levels to it. It's your IQ, and it's your IQ based on what you're brilliant at not where you think you are flawed, broken, and need to be fixed, because those are going to be your weaknesses. And if you spend all of your time on those, you are going to be mediocre at best. Those areas will need to be addressed, but they need to be addressed after you focus on what's superior about you, your strengths, your talents, your abilities. So, Take your IQ and begin to look at what are the aspects of your personality where you just shine because you want to be able to apply those towards the goal that you've set for yourself this month. So you have to use your IQ on what's brilliant about you. And then after that, there needs to be a level of control. And this is when you look at your habits and patterns and you want to say, okay, this is where I begin to tip and I begin to move into self-sabotage. I no longer feel like I have control. By the way, self-sabotage is control. It's in a dysfunctional way and it is where you are sacrificing the long-term getting for the short-term sabotage, and it will set off a hit of dopamine, which is the feel-good drug, okay? Um, When you self-sabotage, you're like, okay, I'm on a diet, and look at all the things that I have to deprive myself on. We're going to talk about that in just a moment, that when deprivation is a driver, all it will do is crash your goal-setting. Okay, so the you're not looking at depriving yourself. When you want to go, for example, on a diet, it is not everything that you cannot have. Start looking at, based on the IQ, your brilliance that we just talked about, look at the f- foods that fuel you to be your best, because you can actually start getting ahead of dopamine giving yourself that, making a decision that is actually going to support you. So right now, you're experiencing the feel-goods through the short-term sabotage. We have to begin to switch that, and that comes through control. And that, that control is going, what is it I need to be my best. Again, we're not focusing on where you feel like you're flawed, where you feel like you're broken and what needs to be fixed. That is not going to get you to where you want to be by the end of this month. So we've got IQ around your brilliance. We've got control that you're now picking out things that can help you achieve that brilliance. And now we move into problem solving or feeling challenged. Your subconscious mind, which runs all of your habits and patterns, and depending on who you talk to in behavioral science, they'll tell you anywhere from 80% all the way to 99.003% is simply you repeating your behaviors, patterns, and previous conditioning. Well, the subconscious mind will not tolerate a void. So once you've achieved something, and there's now a blank space, it's going to have to put something there. Well, um, this is where we have a problem with problem solving. Because once you solve a problem, then your powerful mind goes, okay, we, we can't leave this blank. So it goes looking for another problem to solve. And this is the reason why you can go from one challenge to the next to the next. How about instead we say, yeah, what will challenge me? What excites me? What turns on my passion? What what will pull me forward? I don't want to go from problem to problem. I want to go from passion to excitement to enjoyment to fulfillment. So instead of looking at your goal as a problem to be solved, Look at it, how it brings you out at your very best, and start asking your powerful mind every single morning, what are all all the ways that I can experience this type of passion? You know, I don't want to limit it to just getting this one goal. What are all the ways that I can engage in today that are going to light me up, that are going to turn me on in a healthy, functional way? Now, with that being said, we still need to look at problems problem-solving for competency because there is something that's going to come along in the next 30 days that is going to block you. There is going to be an obstacle. You have to be prepared for it. So go ahead and figure out now what is it going to be that is going to feel like it's kicked the chair out from underneath you. You know, we talked about new diet, a new boyfriend, a bigger bank account balance, and the promise of a better life in a bottle of pills. (laughs) All right. So if you were going for those actions to just treat symptoms, how would these actions fail you? And put together a very simple plan to handle it when life seems to turn against you instead of you moving with the flow. Now, whatever you plan for as far as things falling apart, it's probably not going to happen. It'll be something that will catch you completely off guard. That's okay. Because you've already programmed and conditioned your powerful mind that something will catch you off guard. And, and so you put together a very simple plan to deal with it, just lets that subconscious mind know hey, whether it's this or something else, we need to be prepared. So be ready for the problems and have a plan. Know that it's probably not going to be that problem that shows up, but that's okay because you're already programming and conditioning yourself how you're going to turn the obstacle into an opportunity for you to be even more brilliant. Okay. Uh, Then after that, diligence. Yeah, you need to be taking action every single day. You need to prove to yourself that you should be able to believe in yourself again. After age 13, beliefs are not based on us just accepting what we tell ourself or what others tell us. I mean, really, if that were true, look at the affirmations you've been chanting sometimes for years. How's that worked for you so far? No, in fact, it's been be- uh, scientifically proven with behavioral studies, that affirmations do not work because we go off of the emotion that's behind them. And if you've got any doubt on what you've been telling yourself, then you're connecting that doubt to what you're chanting over and over again. And you're wondering why you're having a problem getting anywhere that you want to go in life. Okay. So, What you want to do after age 13 to be able to start to believe in yourself, it's through consistent action, because the subconscious mind has to have proof, not through your results, but through your diligence, through those repeated actions. And it has to have that for 91 days. Yep. So start today. Now, if you're wanting to get healthier, um, maybe it's making one better food choice. Remember, it's not the result based on the entire day. It's one action or moving your body five minutes more than what you did yesterday. Actually, 10 would be better because the brain does a little mini reboot every 10 minutes. So, okay, every 10 minutes, um, you're you're looking at, okay, how, how can I increase the direction I'm going, and the brain does that for 90-minute cycles. So every 10 minutes, it's going, wow, am I either going to accelerate our progress or am I going to avoid more pain? So if you're like, you know what, I want to move. Now, maybe you hate traditional exercise. I'm just using this as an example. What about 10 minutes of dancing? Just getting up and turning on the music and feeling good with it. 10 minutes, 10 minutes more than what you did yesterday. And then tomorrow, maybe it's 10 minutes more than what you did today. And then the day after that. But if you can't do 10 minutes, can you do 60 seconds? That's the minimum I'm going to ask for is 60 seconds of improvement, if you were to do 60 seconds a day and then increase it by another 60 seconds by the by the end of this month, you would be exercising 30 minutes a day where before maybe you weren't moving at all. I'm just giving that as an example. Okay. So competency is the foundational level of the Core four that take us takes us up. First, there's competency around a skill set of revealing us at our very best. And then once we start to take action on that, we begin to experience self-confidence. That will happen anywhere from three days to three weeks after you are diligent doing this every single day. You're going to experience self-confidence. And with self-confidence comes a level of awareness of, oh my gosh, look at me. I really am following through on this. And then you have what's known as acceleration by realization. When the very powerful part of your mind known as as the subconscious comes into an awareness that it is continually acting on something, it wants to speed it up. Now, that goes in the reverse direction of having problems. That's the reason why you can have one problem and then all of a sudden it turns into another and another and another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to break that cycle. It only takes 72 hours to break that cycle if you're brand new to it. If, you're, if you've been with me in my world for a while, you know, you can break it in as little as 10 minutes. But if you're brand new, okay, we, we need to be taking three days to break that cycle. So once you experience an awareness of self-confidence anywhere from three days to three weeks after you've started taking this continual action, then you move into feeling outstanding. This is where your reticular activating system, known as your RAS, begins to scan your environment and look for all the people, places, and things that's going to reveal even more of you at your brightest, at your best, instead of looking for all the people, places, and things that are actually going to cause you problems, you are now reprogramming and reconditioning yourself to seek out what's going to bring you success. Now, after that, you, you will bounce up occasionally to levels known as euphoria. Oh, life cannot get any better. And it is at this level where you are, you're most vulnerable for something going wrong. There's going to be a loss and then you're going to spiral down on the core four and hit bottom. Now, if you want my assistance with this, we still have another piece that we're going to be talking about, which is your deprivation driver. But if you want my assistance to have the formula for fulfillment as far as your beliefs. As a certified hypnotist, it's what I've used for 17 years. It's what I've been teaching my CHs that I train. I'm also a certified instructor. It's what I have been teaching them for the last 15 years. If you want to see what it takes, to develop a belief in yourself, the exact formula for your health, wealth, and happiness, go to com forward slash 2021. And you'll see it laid out there for you. Okay. So uh, competency is going to be your IQ around your brilliance, being able to control yourself as far as focusing on that brilliance with your actions. Uh, then instead of just problem solving, you're looking at being challenged and then there's, uh, diligence. We've also got generosity. Generosity, this is when you're not giving because you've been trained to be a doormat. You're giving because there's enough for you and everybody else in your world. Generosity is the intrinsic meaning of your highest expression available to you right now. And you're giving because you want others to experience their highest expression. That's the true meaning of generosity. What they do with it is you really don't care. You don't give to get. You give because it's who you really are. Okay. But what will steal all of that from you is having deprivation as a driver in your life saying, well, I can't do this and I can't do that, instead of focusing on all the areas where you can be absolutely brilliant. Deprivation is uh, a challenge for your subconscious mind because it sees deprivation as death, what it cannot have. And the subconscious will avoid death uh whether it's oh I can't eat this and I can't have that or oh my gosh, I have to watch what I say so I don't offend anybody so I can't say this or I, I, I can't say that. Um or uh, I'm sure you can figure a lot of different areas where we deprive ourselves. Oh, I'm trying to save money, so I can't buy this and I can't buy that. And when deprivation is put in the driver's seat. Our powerful mind will seek power, but in a dysfunctional way because deprivation disempowers us. We're focused on pain avoidance. We're focused on everything we cannot have and the subconscious is going, no, don't do this to me. Don't constantly focus on what I feel like is killing me inside. So, it will seek out power, but this type of power is very unstable. It will seek power through status. I have to be up, but in order for me to be up, somebody else has got to be down. I just had lunch with somebody who decided to talk about a lot of people in a very detrimental way. And I did have to interrupt the conversation and go, you know, I really can't engage in that. But it's because she was feeling disempowered in those relationships. Uh, So that's one way we will seek out Uh, when deprivation is the driver, we'll seek out an abuse of power by having to put others down because it's the only way we know we can be lifted up. Instead of saying in a very healthy, functional way, um, a rising tide lifts all ships. When I'm raised up, everybody around me can be raised up. If they choose not to, that's fine. I'll move on to the next. Or we can point our fingers at other people and say, you have to do this in order for me to be okay. So you're handing over your power to them to, in order to manipulate and control the situation. This, again, is an abuse of power. Or you may do it um, by flipping everybody off and, and saying, uh, no, um, you've got this all wrong. You have to believe the same way. I believe, or you'll do what's known as relationship bargaining, where you will not be, remember how we talked about there's a difference between ownership and responsibility? Oh, you'll own the problem. You'll own the problem for you and them instead of just being responsible for your part. Relationship bargaining is where you say, um, I'm going to take all of this on and I'm going to sacrifice myself in order for everything to be okay. And you typically do it without even telling them that you're going to do it. And then the last one is where you continue to look for life to be fair. Life is not fair. And you continue to look for fairness. And when you don't find it, you use the other four motivators that I've just gone through, status, control, autonomy, and relationships. You use those in a very maladaptive way to try to make life fair instead of looking for the truth. Okay. So uh, this type of power is way too unstable and you get a little bit of it. And it won't hold. So you have to continue to get more and more dysfunctional, uh, looking for more and more people to put down, more and more people to control, um, more and more ways people need to believe the way you do, more and more relationship bargaining, and more and more ways for life to be fair and not going to happen. Okay. This is what happens. We all start out innocent naive and then we become wounded and we get mistrustful and we get cynical and a little bit of that is okay you know we we should ask we should test but we can't stop there the next step is reopening ourselves to risk based on the wounds that we've experienced but we're doing it wiser um, it's what I call from wounded to wealth. So we've taken everything we've learned, but instead of seeking out ways that we will continue to deprive ourselves and hold ourselves back, we look for ways to use this wisdom to be more competent in life by bringing ourselves out at our very best. This is what I mean by saying going from goal setting into goal getting. Because the goals that you get are simply KPIs, key performance indicators. They're milestones on the path. Success is just the journey. The real destination is you and what you're capable of. And you have no idea because you've been stuck being cynical. You've continued to deprive yourself. You keep looking for problems to solve and when you give, you give because you figure at some point you'll get paid back and this puts deprivation in the driver's seat to continue to crash you and your goals into chaos. Okay, so if you have any questions on how to make this work for you, reach out to me. Let's chat. 1-636-699-7791 one or go to my website donferguson.com. But it is time for you to go not just from coping better in life, but to a quality life. And it happens this month. That's my bold gold for you. And My big promise, I'm going to do everything I can for you to... Becoming a healingpreneur, could that be you? It's not just a career, it is a calling to help people peel back the layers so they can move into progress of their brilliance and their magnificence. If this could potentially be you, then I want to let you know, I am offering you the ability to train with me privately at the group investment. I only have room right now for one person to be able to do this over the summer. We're going to take a look at our schedules and we're going to fit training to where it's a good fit for you as well as what I have open Uh, and you can take up to three months not only to train, but up to three months to take care of your investment. But again, I only have an opening for one. Why is this? Because my trainings that I do, uh, it, even on the advanced side, are a little bit lighter over this summer. So it creates space. And that might be a space and a place that is waiting for you. So this is what I'd like you to do. Go to dawnlandrum.com uh, click on the tab, become a certified hypnotist. See everything that is offered there uh, again, it is at the group rate that you will be training with me privately and then reach out to me. There's going to be a button that shows up on the bottom where we can have a phone call, and let's make sure that this and myself are the right fit for you. So healing preneur is that your calling?